0: week all right uh, we'll get started here then thank you guys for coming back to another week of everyday debate today we've got another fantastic debate on israel with some of our hot button issues on the current topic and this week we have prime case and philosophical zombie hunter who are going to be debating on the topic israel's current response in gaza should be condemned Before we get started here, I'll just remind everybody that if you want, you can go to the server shop and become a super supporter, which gives you access to role changes and priority question and comment uh, at the very end of the debate, as well as a few other perks. Um, And if you invite people, I keep track of uh, how many people you invite to the server, which will come with some rewards down the road if you are able to invite enough all on your own. All right. Well, with that out of the way, uh, format will be the same as usual. It'll be four-minute opening statements for both sides. Uh, and then we'll just kind of go into a free back and forth. Um, I don't care who wants to start. Um, perhaps maybe it makes more sense to start with Prime, if that works for you. So if that works for you, then you've got four minutes on the clock.
1: Um, uh, oh, Can uh, uh, PhD start? Um, I think I'd be better yeah. response. Sure. PZ, you want to start?
2: Uh yeah. Cool. So I'm gonna I'm going just gonna read this out because otherwise it'll be a bit difficult for me to to say it in a different way. Okay. So in the morning of the seventh of October, Hamas launched a sophisticated military terror attack on Israel. The terror attack was recorded and live streamed. In it the world saw terrorists and paragliders kill and slaughter teenagers and young adults at a peace music festival. Terrorists go door-to-door in towns nearby Gaza, torture, rape, and murder civilians in their homes. Terrorists take hostages back to Gaza, including nine-month-old babies and 84-year-old Holocaust survivors. Testimony from recovery teams include identifying a pregnant woman whose belly had been sliced open, her child taken out and stabbed, and then shot, shot her as well as her other children in the house. Parents and children tied up together, missing fingers, missing eyes, some beheaded in what seemed to be an act of torture, pelvis of female adults and girls who were broken due to being raped, burned bodies at the music festival and towns nearby with ash in their lungs indicating they were burned alive, a spinal column of an adult fused with a spinal column of a child, the beard to be a parent and a child bound together by wire as they were burning alive. The carnage was so severe and intense that parents of the kids in the music festival were asked to bring toothbrushes of their kids so that their body parts could be identified using DNA. All these crimes against humanity were live-streamed to the world, and it it seemed to shake the international view of the conflict. I'm not entirely sure of the reasons, but it seemed the left... Around the globe has changed position on this, uh, or at least some of the left has changed position on this topic. I'm not clear if it was because that the kids at the music, at the peace music festival, were probably from the left, probably care about the environment, care about veganism and all that stuff. I'm not sure if the towns nearby that were kibbutzes were also known as social communes. Those people were very left-wing. They were not. Uh, right-wing religious settlers those were very much socialist very much pro some of them pro palestinian rights there was a, a woman there that was fighting for palestinian rights there was a man and she died there was a man there that used to traffic or sorry used to take injured kids from gaza to a hospital in israel to be treated back and forth he was killed there was a man who had a A high tech company. He was hiring people in the West Bank and Gaza, and uh, hiring uh, hiring them as developers so that the area could benefit from this increased economic activity. His daughter was killed in the music festival. It also became apparent to the left, in my opinion, that these uh, Hamas fighters were not primitive or terrorists were not primitive people fighting with rocks and sticks. They were highly trained, highly funded by the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, also known as SEPA, and carried out sophisticated simultaneous attack by land, sea, and air. It is now clear to, to even the most left-leaning Israelis that Hamas is not interested in peace, and, and Israel considers this an act of war. We are now four weeks later, throughout the the whole war, and Israel is is being on trial. Every step is scrutinized, every claim is exaggerated, Every step is considered a war crime against a higher standard than all other countries on earth need to abide by. Seems to be a constant need to delegitimize Israel and suggest to abolish it. In this debate, I will attempt to set the record straight and dispel memes coming out of the far-left academia about Israel. To that end, I will make the following six claims. Prime keys, you may want to write this down. Israel is not an ethno state. Israel is not an apartheid state. Hamas is a terrorist organization which has been democratically elected to govern Gaza. Hamas initiated the current war unprovoked. Under international law, Israel has an obligation to go after Hamas to prevent future genocides on its people. And number six, Israel, or the IDF, is the most moral army in the world, according to a British military study based on the Gaza War of 2014. That's my opening statement.
1: Um, okay. I, could you help me out? Uh, yeah, you are doing that really fast. So, uh, not ethno state separately. Hamas terror state separately. Uh, Hamas attack unprovoked. I'll I'll read. I'll read, do...
2: I'll read the whole thing. Israel is not. Yeah, you have it. you written
1: down? PZH. I know. If you ever written
0: yeah. down? Why don't you just paste it in the chat or something?
2: Sure.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, that would be useful too. Thank you so much. Mm. Uh, I'll just wait to go for that to come through, and then I'll 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 do mine. Yeah,
2: no problem. It's in the lounge.
1: Oh, oh okay. in the lounge.
0: I can I can put it over in there as well. if That helps.
2: Thank you. Okay. Mm.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, so there are five, not six. I thought there were six. I, it was my oh, there, there. The yeah. was six. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha All right. Let me uh, copy and paste this. Thanks so much. It's, it's awfully uh, <laughs> useful for you, uh, a PZH um, to uh, bullet point your uh, statements like that. It's really kind, <laughs> actually. Um. Hello, well, I Paul. wanted to speed uh, up the debate Bart. for us. Fair enough. I uh, appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> hello, all. Uh, my name is uh, Prime Kai. Uh, I uh, do debates and stuff like that. Uh, um, panel uh, shows on my channel, uh, twitch.tv slash Kai um on Twitch and YouTube, so uh, come and join us. Um, I want to thank uh, Duke here for inviting me on, and uh, PZH, who my first time meeting them, um, I, uh, thank them for being so kind as to, uh, have this debate with me. So I'll start there. Um, so, uh, is Israel's response, uh, current response in Gaza, should that be condemned? I think absolutely. Uh, uh, I'll, uh, take the forward initiative to say I condemn, uh, the attack, uh, Hamas's attack against, uh, Israel. Um. I don't think that Hamas does not have the uh, should not be able to attack an enemy, but like you attack military targets, you don't slaughter so many civilians. Um, uh, I have some. uh, uh, I don't necessarily trust all the uh, uh, reports that have come out about like what's happened. Uh, with Hamas attack like the uh, 40 beheaded babies which we still yet to see any proof of Uh, but I will say that you know uh, people were slaughtered uh, people were uh, almost certainly uh, raped um, and uh, burned alive I haven't heard that claim actually uh, but I believe it I believe it with the amount of destruction uh, that happened there so uh, I condemn that Um, but on the other end on the other end, uh, what we've seen from Israel in response, it's been intolerable, uh, completely intolerable. I don't hold Israel to a higher standard than other countries, which is a, a common tactic you've been hearing, um, is because, well, as a progressive leftist, I, I'm very happy, giddy to call out other countries, including my own, the uh, USA, uh, for its war crimes. So I. I, I, there's no um, uh, uh, imbalance in my particular opinion. And maybe in others, maybe in others, they are being unreasonable to Israel, but I can only talk for myself. Um, I think Israel is absolutely an apartheid state, uh, absolutely 100%. Um, so uh, I'd be happy to engage uh, with that. Um, Uh, Is Israel a terrorist organization, or excuse me, uh, is Hamas a terrorist organization? Um, I I think it's a, I don't think, I'm not sure how much that matters, but like, uh, I would say that there's certainly a organization that is not opposed to using terrorism. So, but whatever. Uh, And I'm, I'm willing to, you know, dig into that. Um, uh, And under international law, Israel has an obligation to go uh, after Hamas um, I don't think uh, Israel, I think, has an obligation to its people To defend uh, them from uh, death, from harm um, And to end that immediate threat Past that, I think that's different um, And the most moral army yeah uh the the idea that israel is the most uh moral army in the world I've, I've encountered this as well i don't actually care right so like if we put this uh israel on a scale right um and we look at all these other um uh you know th- either we can just look at democracies for instance right just look at uh modern democracies and we can like Judge the amount of death and destruction Or the tactics that they've used We can do that, right? And we can say Israel is number one Kindest Sure That doesn't excuse the uh, massive amount of uh, uh, Death that they are causing right this second Like, I don't care if they were Moral in the past I don't care if they're number one That doesn't mean anything to me And I don't think it means anything to the Palestinians uh, If that was the case So I think it's just pointless all right so I'll
0: just leave it there let's uh, get started sweet so now we can just go into um, a free back and forth so easy if you want to kick it off or if you guys want to just kind of go piecemeal through those points you have that I'm fine with that as well so but you can I, go for
2: it I have a question just to start off I need to understand mm-hmm. your position on Hamas are they, are they are they firstly the legitimate representation of the people or the people of Gaza.
1: That's a tough question, um, since they haven't had any uh, recent elections. Um, but uh, I, I think that it would be dishonest to say that they're not. So I'll uh, I'll say that since there is no other alternative, um, yeah, yeah, Hamas is probably the legitimate as le- legitimate in quotes you know as legitimate as that might be for you know elections that haven't take place in next number of years um and with a uh, highly armed organization that as far as i know doesn't take too kindly to you know talk back but yeah
2: let me let me rephrase is there a, a large division between state and society in gaza
1: um i from my understanding, uh that there is, I think there's like a generational divide as to what to do um from the Palestinians. So um uh, Palestinians are not a mo- or Gazans, let's to be more clear, uh Gazans are not a monolith. Uh so uh my understanding uh there is No, difference.
2: no, sorry, sorry. In, in in the Gaza Strip specifically. is yes, there a, Gazans, yeah. Is, is there is there a division between state and society as in Let's let's take Iran for example. Iran ha the the people the, st- the society has a very wide divide between the states. There's constant riots there. There's constant desire for revolution. There's a, there's an active participation of society to try to uh, overthrow the government for many years now. Is that the case in Gaza Strip?
1: Hmm. I haven't heard of an uh, uprising there, but it. I don't think we can compare like Iran to uh, Hamas, the Hamas situation in Gaza, right? Just Um, the, just
2: the, just the level of resistance from the people, but not, not anything else.
1: Um, I don't just level resistance from the people. Uh, uh, sure. I, I, as far as I know, and I, my understanding could be incomplete, but as far as I know, I don't, Hear of uh, mass protests or anything against um, Hamas, but like again, I think these things are unequivocal, um, and it, I think it hides more than it reveals. But yeah,
2: okay. Uh, my next question, I guess, would be from what you said. It's I'm I'm paraphrasing, but tell me if I've if, if I'm paraphrasing incorrectly. Please let me know. Sure, go ahead. Um, mm-hmm. You you condemn Hamas because they they overdid it, but they are a legitimate resistance force for the for the Gaza Strip.
1: Uh yeah, they're a, a legitimate uh, resistance force. Um as whatever that means as legitimate, but like they are a resistance force. Um but uh certainly again I condemn the attacks on civilians and you know
2: whatnot. Okay, if if the if the attack killed one tenth the number of people, would you still condemn it?
1: Uh I mean, if they were targeting civilians, uh, then yes, I would condemn it. Um, like uh I condemn the death of one individual person, but yeah. Um, but like if, if for instance, if for instance uh it was it was it was the case and some are making this argument. I don't know because I wasn't there, so I cannot make this active argument myself, but is that uh Hamas was actually uh targeting uh military targets and that people were caught in the crossfire. I don't I don't know if there's any evidence to say that is the case. Um but um uh, even then like uh, uh you can criticize a uh their execution and say that well because you botched this execution, uh, there's no way I can support uh the result.
2: I see. So they they, they overdid it basically. Just just to, just, to, just to simplify uh, what you're over...
1: saying. Uh, the the targets that should be uh, legitimate targets are the military okay so uh attacking uh military and uh maybe institutions of the state um uh with, depending on what those might be um or legitimate targets yeah
2: okay you said you, you didn't say on this uh, debate but who do you consider a civilian in israel Putting putting military targets as military bases aside, who who do you consider a civilian?
1: Sure. Uh, So, and I've made this uh, argument in uh, previous debates that I think that uh, settlements, uh, for instance, um, and uh, they are uh, an aggressive act against uh, Palestinian individuals. uh but that doesn't mean that anyone within uh that settlement is an active uh target right so uh, but i think that uh like settlers who attack palestinians i think they are legitimate targets uh so uh civilians are uh, uh, i'm trying to figure out the best way to describe that no um, i I, are,
2: I i understand i understand would okay. you would you say that sure. there were settlements other settlements, the way you're describing around the Gaza Strip?
1: Would I say, uh, say it again, please? I'm sorry.
2: So, so kibbutz Bayerik, Farazan, are, are those settlements that, around the Gaza Strip?
1: Yeah, the kibbutz, is, is, from my understanding, uh, wouldn't uh, count. Um, I'm I don't know all the targets uh, that were hit, but um, uh, from my understanding, like. The, the places that were hit uh, wouldn't fall under this. But even again, even if they uh, were selling like the most aggressive um, egregious settlement uh, that Israel has to offer, um, and there are a lot of those, um, that doesn't mean that you can just slaughter the civilians there um, out of nowhere.
2: Okay. I'll, I'll move on. Um, you said Hamas can target, uh, can legitimately target military objectives. Technically it cannot. It It is a terror organization under international law. It cannot target anyone. Anything it does is unlawful.
1: Um, It is a terrorist Uh, organization. I think that, um, like, we, uh, the United States labeled, um, like, um, Fighters for the uh, ANC, African National Congress, in South Africa. Uh, they had a military wing. I don't remember what it was called. I always forget. Um, but they had like a military wing, and we named and we called those uh, people terrorists.
2: Um,
1: let me so let me let me law... let me
2: rephrase. In, 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 let me yeah. Let me, hold on hold on.
1: Let me let well, me Let me finish my my, my statement. Please. Go ahead. Um, like uh, they were uh, targeted a- as terrorists. So I can. There may be international bodies that call them a terrorist, but that doesn't like that makes no difference when you're doing like a revolutionary So There you
2: go. Sorry, that was my bad. Yeah, I, I I just have on two laptops here. Um sorry I I, I I did i did hear what you were saying so uh i um i would say this so it's not the case that um this is an army versus army situation if if uh, Hamas was first of all hamas isn't a legitimate entity it's it's not it's not a it's not representing a state that it is defending Th- that that's one if it were if it were to represent a state that is defending, let's say, uh, there used to be a state that state was invaded and it's uh, protecting that state in other, like in other wars in Europe at the moment, then it would have to follow international law. It would have to sign certain agreements about how how war is conducted. It has not done that, and, and in fact, it not only has it not done that, it it does the opposite of the of of the uh, international laws of war it actually seeks out those laws and tries to find other other countries like israel that are that are abiding by those laws and using them abiding by those laws as a weakness to then violate so hamas doesn't have it's not a resistant force from international po- international law point of view it cannot target neither the army or civilian not, none of them are, are something it can do the only thing it can do is surrender to the to the United Nations or some kind of international body, lay down its lay down its arms and admit to pro- and proceed to prosecution.
1: Uh, that's a very interesting interpretation. So Hamas not representing a state. This is true. Uh, Hamas doesn't represent a state. Well, why don't they represent a state? Be because of Israel, uh, because Israel is an occupying force. Because Israel stole their land. Because Israel. Um, uh, is, uh, uh, is uh, terrorizing them. Uh, runs, controls resources that goes in and out of uh, their territory. They don't control their own borders. Um, they don't. Uh, they are like, um, like a caricature of a state. Uh, like and that's putting it in the most optimistic sense, right? So, like the enemy that they're fighting is the reason they don't have a state. Um, uh, you say that it's not an army versus army absolutely agreed right uh this is a i don't want to say ragtag because these the people are more organized than that. um uh but uh, uh this is yeah this is a, a, a um a revolutionary uh force uh within this territory um that must that uh must fight um uh, a an enemy that far surpasses it in strength um and in funding um and international support um so uh the like for instance the fact that um Hamas is embedded within the population is something that's br- brought up often uh well they have to they can't have a uh, standing military base because Israel leveling like there's just, there's no way, and they don't have a way to like equally respond. Like okay, well we'll just take our F-16s donated to us by the United States, right? Um, we'll take those and we'll just bomb specifically with smart bombs, um, Israeli bases. That's like not an option for them. So of course they're going to be abetted with the population. There's literally nowhere else uh, for them to be. Uh, so and then you said, and this might just been a a, a turn of phrase that you used, right? But you said. Um at Hamas, this organization tries to find states like Israel, right? Uh you said something along those lines. And that sounds weird to me because it's like <laughs> it's like Hamas is just picking targets, little nilly, and just landed on Israel for some reason. Like, who knows, right? And they're like, you know what? Those Israelis, they're governed by international law, but we we're not governed by international law. So we're gonna pick on those guys. We can understand that. That's not the case. But that might just been a, a turn of phrase that you used that was a, little, a bit awkward. So, you know, so, there. But so the turn, on, of, the, the,
2: the turn of phrase that I used at the end, I, I wrote down your points. The turn of phrase that I used at the end was that Hamas looks for, I guess I'm not saying other states, but looks for the laws that everyone else needs to, fo- needs to follow and tries to use that as weaknesses against those, those states or countries. So it's, it does the opposite of abide by international law. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll go after your, I'll go over sorry your, the points that you raise. Uh, so in terms of the Gaza Strip where Hamas is governing, that is Israel left that in two thousand five. Um, if it cho- if it wanted to have a state, if it if it said, you know what, we want to put our weapons down, we want to focus on on uh, you know the economy and the improving the standard of living of our people. Then they could have. They have three-star hotels. They have many nice restaurants. There's a part of Gaza where you can buy uh, very uh, nice gold trinkets. There's very nice restaurants. It's it's a beach. It, the whole thing is a beach area. They could very easily have made it like a, a, a big tourist attraction. I'm talking about 2005, not uh, not current not current time. Uh-huh. But let me let me just uh, okay. continue. So they could have chosen to do that, and and they could have chosen to declare themselves a state. No one would have. No one would have had an issue with that. In fact, Israel is hoping that the that the Palestinians, both in Gaza and the West Bank, do declare a state so we can have like drawn lines and we can agree on security. Occupying force cannot be said about the Gaza Strip. Uh, there is no... I mean, maybe today in, in this war, but prior to, the, prior to October 7th, there wasn't any people inside the Gaza Strip. There wasn't even any Jews inside. There wasn't any settlements. There was nothing. It was a Jew-free... A hundred percent, whatever the Palestinians want to do and the government want to do, zone. Uh, with regards to border and blockade, I don't think there's any serious country or international lawyer that would say that Israel shouldn't have a, blo- a blockade just to protect its own citizens. It's it's completely irrational to suggest otherwise. So, the 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 borders and the blockades were there to to protect the lives of the country, of the people in Israel. If Hamas chose not to engage in those... And, and the borders were only placed up after Hamas fired rockets into Israel, sent, ter- sent terrorists into Israel, sent suicide bombers into Israel. Then, after a long time, those borders were erected. So it's 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 a irrational claim uh, at the very least. Now, you said that Hamas must fight. I mean, I, I gave a scenario where they don't have to fight. They can just live a good life, have peace with their neighbors... The blockades will go down because they aren't initiating any any rockets or any terror attacks. And you can have a, you know, peace for peace, trade for trade kind of relationship with Israel. And you also mentioned this is a point that I would like to ask you further, have to embed themselves into the, the, the civilization. I'm not exactly sure why you're for human sacrifice, because they're essentially like using humans to protect their rockets, to protect their soldiers, um, and some of them may get may get caught up in the crossfire, or may be intentionally used to pre- to prevent Israel from launching launching a particular missile attack because there's just too many people there. So they are putting them in harm's way. I don't see why you you're saying that they must do that. Obviously, like you're saying, well, uh, they. It's one of the tactics that they can use, but why should they use that particular tactic and why should they put the people in, that they're supposed to protect in harm's way?
1: Okay. Um, so, uh, like, I, I I, don't I think this is, like, a really simple point, but it... Um uh, it's one that just never seems to like the other side doesn't seem to uh, get across. Okay. So uh there is there are hostilities between Hamas and uh Israel, right? The idea. Um and now we can we, we can, we will go over like the reasons for those hostilities. Um but those hostilities exist. We just take that as a baseline, those hostilities exist. Um and that Israel is a far superior uh uh superiorly equipped enemy. Um uh Hamas exists uh uh within a status that like of of being underfunded, equipped um, and completely outmaneuvered. Uh because you know, Israel um almost completely surrounds it. So um, like the tactics necessitate that they operate somewhere. Uh, that somewhere is going to be cities. Now, I don't. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that. Uh, certainly not. Right. Like, uh, if we, well, I don't want war to begin with. Uh, it's not a thing that I like. Uh, so uh, I'll put that out there. But if there's going to be a conflict. Uh, and uh, we have to take up positions, right? Like uh, uh, I am partly a conflict uh, against the uh, superior power and I've taken positions. Then yeah, I'm going to be within the civilian population if I can't have a standing army. Um, If I can't like reliably have a military base, those things will just be like wiped out by that. That's just, that's how these uh, type of, of battles go. Um, and that, I mean, I, it's, I, I, I'll, I'll leave that, uh, there for now. So, uh, a fan of human sacrifices, absolutely not. I, I want peace. I want peace now. I want peace right this second. Um, but I understand that's not going to happen. And so I get it why Hamas does it. Um, but I'll just leave that there. So, uh. Should I, should, should I reply that, um, or,
2: or do you want to continue?
1: Alright, you can reply to that, and then i either other things I was gonna to apply to, but you can reply to that if you
2: want. Go ahead. Okay, so I I'm not entirely satisfied with the answer, um, and there seems to be a contradiction as well. Okay. O- obviously, if, if you if you put so let, let's talk about international law for a second. If you fire rockets from a den- from a civilian population. And let's say um, it's next to a children's school. Okay. Now, if uh, th- there are certain laws of, of and there's certain laws of of war that says there needs to be some sort of utilitarian calculation. It says based on the missiles that are fired, uh, how much damage would they do to the other side? And then if there, are, so if it was, if it will potentially kill a hundred people, and there's you know, ten children around the rock around the rockets or like, I don't know, twenty meters next to the rockets, then mm-hmm. it, it is a valid it is a valid use of international law to bomb those rockets and stop those rockets like including if those children die. It's just it's just the way it is. Um, sure. and I would see that as human sacrifice. So if there was like let's say a hundred children or two hundred children next to the rockets, then maybe there would have been a different utilitarian calculation, but it's still Human shield, human sacrifice, same to me. It's the same thing, and I, I would need like a, a better answer with regards to that like you can do other things, or you can just not engage in hostility, which you you may need to expand on for for my benefit. Um, but there could be other ways, or just not engage in war. Like you don't have to to be hostile. There are better options to serve the people of the Gaza Strip than this. I don't. We, you can even make an argument that this whole war isn't serving the the people of the Gaza Strip. Uh, with regards to underfunded and unequipped, equipped though I will have to disagree uh, it it may not it may be the case that uh, they're not getting like uh, sophisticated laser laser guided uh, iron dome thing that bring down rockets but uh, the pa- Palestinians in general are the, are the most well uh, not not well funded get get the most aid per population than any other group on the planet, specifically Hamas, get funded between 150 and 170 million dollars a year by by SEPA, by Iran's uh, Revolutionary Guard. For this operation that they carried out on the 7th of October, SEPA trained 500 Gazan, uh, Hamas, PIJ, PFLP uh, fighters, a year in advance, they they brought them over to Iran and they trained them. They supplied them with uh, anti tank uh, miss anti tank missiles, anti APC missiles, certain long range uh, rockets. So Iran is very well funding, or at least uh, to, to to a very strong degree, they are funding, they are training, they are coordinating these things for for Hamas. So I wouldn't say necessarily that that is the case that they are throwing sticks and rocks, as as my presentation has said. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, so that's, <laughs> well, before I respond to it, let me get clarification. Um, so you're saying that per the, the uh, Gaza uh, population, uh, it is uh, extremely well-funded, like, you know, in relation to that?
2: So pa- Palestinians in general, so both Gaza and the West Bank, in terms of receiving aid? OK. By by far the like the top in the world per like if you divide by population the top in the world, or somewhere up there. Okay,
1: I'm sure I I haven't done that math, but that math is completely irrelevant. That's like a weird statistic to use. Like so, when I'm saying that um, this battlefield is uneven, I'm talking about uh, uh, the tools available, right? The resources uh, that they have, which includes literally space um uh and the ability to control uh, your territory um and weapons uh, uh training I, I do understand uh that they get a certain level of training um but that like like if you I'm sorry uh, if you de- divide this among uh this dollar amount among the population it says that there is some sort of parity here clearly that that isn't the case right so if um there is a uh, a group within the united states that wants to do war against the country and some foreign power um gives them like like and it's the group of 20 individuals right and the foreign power gives them 20 billion dollars holy crap they're well funded yeah amazing that doesn't mean that they have the resources um uh the manpower to actually put up any sort of threat so i like that's it's just a very odd statistic and very pointless in, in my opinion. So I, I'll leave it there. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess uh, there was the other option of, Hey, well, we'll give you, why don't you just create a state? You were saying that, you know, why don't they uh, make this um, a uh, a paradise for, well, you, I don't think you use the word paradise, um, but uh, Hamas should uh, make their territory a uh, habitable um and um, uh, a tourist attraction um uh and uh simply uh put down their arms uh, well it seems to me that the um, uh the harm is like isn't the there's is no end to the 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 harm that's being done so like um the um i am sure there are are were times right within the past uh that another path could have been taken I've made this criticism of israel but I'll make it over over of Hamas and any other force uh as well any of the multiple force that uh there were moments uh that they could have um made better choices and that we could have arrived at a better uh position um unfortunately. Uh, Those things didn't happen, and we are where we are. Um, We can look at uh, the efforts of the people, though, right? So, for instance, it was the uh, Great March of Return um, in Gaza. That happened from uh, 2018 to 2019. This is like a year and a half, right? Uh, There was uh, a a great many people uh, who, thousands, thousands, uh, uh, Gazans who marched up a, a... uh to the wall right well not to the wall but a uh, buffers on there um but uh they protested they demonstrated uh peacefully trying to get attention uh to their plight the IDF responds by uh using snipers uh against uh those peaceful protesters um uh they said uh well we are mostly targeting uh ma- major Insiders of of this situation right um And insiders were people with with megaphones who were like facing the audience and, you know, hey, let's leading them in chants, right? Those were insiders. Israel uh, had um, a, the IDF uh, had uh, a policy or a strategy of shooting knees where they just like shot the knees of these protests, just aim for them. Um, And we have testimony. Uh, of soldiers uh saying that they were blowing off the legs of these uh protesters um just cause um and uh, uh, all in all, my understanding is uh two hundred um and like two hundred and twenty or so people died uh in that during those protests, and thousands more were injured, maimed. Uh, permanently. I mean, there's pictures of people on crutches now because they lost a leg. And that like IDF soldiers were also targeting ambulances that came uh, to help pick up people. So that's the response that Israel uh, has when uh, there is a popular peaceful uprising. Um, the UN says, uh, and I'm almost done, uh, the UN says that Back in 2015, that Gaza would be uninhabitable by 2020, right? That the conditions were just worsening to the point that by 2020 it would be uninhabitable. We're in 2023, and uh, in 2023, we see that other parts of the Arab world are trying to just kind of forget about this problem, They're Trying to push this aside, <laughs> Saudi Arabia chief among them uh who opening uh, uh ties uh with with israel uh diplomatic ties of israel and so uh within this context uh, uh hamas understands that uh they're losing allies that their plight isn't going to get better that um uh, israel isn't interested um, and negotiating with them, especially well they're terrorists, right, and she' cause them terrorists all the time um they're not a legitimate force, right so there uh, there is no improvement happening here, and so like it, it they have a military strike um or they they have a a, a militant response yeah you know? uh and so that's where we're at that that there is an effort by the people for uh for peace hamas um is a uh, uh has a political wing that um can't i believe uh can be negotiated with but there is there's nothing happening here and the rest of the arab world is forgetting about them and so it necessitated a response a horrible response but that's what happened i'll leave it there because i said a lot
2: uh, yeah. Okay. So, firstly, I completely uh, don't accept the, the what you've said about the twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen, twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen riots next to the fence. You, but before I before I get to, it, to what I know, so I I have to say I mostly prepared for what's happening right now in in Gaza and not so much in the in the past for that, okay. for other wars. So my my response may be limited. However, you haven't before i do that you haven't uh, specified why why there are hostilities between is, israel and, and hamas or the motivation for hamas to attack israel you, you have not gone into that which is important sure and um okay. i when i when i said for example that in 2005 when uh, israel gave the gaza strip to to the palestinians the the desire of everyone around including of israel and every other country in the u.n that they would make this strip the the singapore of the middle east it has it, it could have had huge potential but instead of focusing on that and they still have some you know uh tourism i mean not they have hotels they have you know you can see maybachs and 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 mercedes driving up not now but driving up and down certain areas uh there's certainly a rich area to gaza but Instead of focusing on improving the economic situation of uh, Gaza, Hamas just built terror tunnels all the way from 2010. Um, There was an IDF briefing just today about several hospitals, I think the Indonesian hospitals, the Indonesian hospital, which is basically some Indonesian uh, NGOs were asked to build, uh, funded the hospital, and, and Hamas told them build it here. They they instructed them to build it above the terror tunnels or the base of the terror tunnels as they were being built. And you can see like um, shots from satellites about the the special arches that they used to build those terror tunnels out and displayed on the outside before putting them in the ground. So they've always had this intention of of building terror tunnels, building terror infrastructure to to attack Israel. It was never on the the cards, and it's very evident today, that there was ever any hope for peace with, with Hamas. Um so, so they could have chosen to improve the lives of their people, but they had a different motivation that I'm gonna to have to ask you to to uh get into. I also don't accept the the situation where Hamas and is and the ideas has to be equal for some reason. I don't see why that that should be something to aim for or to strive for I mean they don't have to attack we don't have to have a war. You didn't go into why that is but i would I would say that uh the reason for this particular attack on the 7th of october is very much like what you said about saudi arabia normalizing uh, peace relations with uh, with israel with the abraham accords there are a collection of sunni uh, arab countries that are that are moving towards the american side of the fence here they want to recognize israel that it's a legitimate state and and uh, reduce trade barriers uh, normalize relations and iran who init- who who decided to to run this attack? Didn't like that. A didn't like that Israel would be just allowed to exist by either Arab countries. It is not interested in that. It is uh, Iran being an Islamic state. Uh, Islamic as in the the political side of of it. Cannot accept that there's like a a, a non-Muslim country on the on the. Potential caliphate of all the other Arab countries together—that's that's just too too much for them. So they did initiate that strike. Nothing to do with the the example you gave about the twenty eighteen twenty nineteen uh, riots. Um, it wanted the the normalization to to stop. So that was the reason for the attack on the seventh of October. There's article in the Washington Post. Sorry, Wall Street Journal actually. That explains the whole the whole thing. A lot of a lot of these things are being discussed. It's not it's not the case that it's a Israel Palestinian um, conflict. It's a it's a wider Arab uh, like Israel with with other Arab country conflict. So, for example, the way that this was staged on October seventh, uh, besides training um, Hamas members and other members in specific uh, in in Iran. Uh, there was a coordination between Sepa, Hamas, and Hezbollah. Hezbollah, from the summer of 2023, started to move rockets towards the the southern border, of their southern border towards Israel. And Israel focused more on that activity, and Hamas reduced its its terror activities during this time, so they were supposed to distract Israel in that sense. And and bear in mind, on the 8th of October, uh, Hezbollah fired rockets onto Israel, meaning they had everything up and ready for this attack for that attack um so it's very much like a like a coordinated attack on Israel funded trained planned by sepa uh, n- nothing n- nothing no other reason now now hamas from their point of view they're getting funded by iran they're happy to take this money they're going to get they didn't expect israel to start a war they expected that if uh, they have the hostages israel would just have to negotiate if Israel has to negotiate for two hundred and something uh, hostages, the the prisoner exchange with Gilad Shalit was one so one soldier, a live soldier, for a thousand and twenty um, Palestinian. So these are these are terrorists which are in in prison in Israel for terrorist activities. So they wanted to get eighty thousand prisoners for this two hundred and something exchange hostages exchange. Then, from their point of view, they would look like the heroes of the Palestinian people. They would then. Replace the PLO in in the West Bank. This is me assuming, by the way, they replace the Palestinian the, the PA in the West Bank, and then they'll have access to all the money that's coming into Israel for the Palestinian cause in to, in terms of like the UN, the, all the other NGOs, <coughs> the EU, and stuff like that. And then they they would continue attacks on Israel, and whenever like Israel fights back, they would ask all the NGOs, please complain about uh, international laws being broken and accelerate the, the lawfare side of this argument of this uh, war so that you can either stop is, Israel from ruining our terrorist infrastructure or the lawfare will get to such a degree that it's, it, it declares Israel an apartheid state and other countries are, have to attack it. So that's currently the the plan, as, as I see, on the chessboard that's been started. But they didn't expect Israel to start a war.
1: Um, okay, so I brought up the uh, great march of return, uh, to simply uh, uh, say that, um, there are peaceful actions, uh, that are happening in Gaza, that the people weren't just sitting there quietly while things were happening around them and Hamas was doing things and IDF was doing things um, that there was uh, this great movement um, that happened for uh, around uh, 18 months as, uh, as far as I can tell um, where uh, the people like, made this beautiful protest um, and the, the response was violence from the other side um and you call it a, a riot it's interesting so um we can um uh, start trading like ref- um services back and forth on that one uh but uh you know uh, organizations have, have looked at this and they have stated yeah this was a peaceful uh a uh, uh, a peaceful protest um Sorry, I, uh, sure. can, I,
2: can many- I just can i just can, can i just ask before you go into that can you just say why in general is hamas at war with Israel or attacking Israel?
1: Sorry, hold on. I'll get to that. I haven't forgotten about that. Okay. Um, so, uh, like, that's uh, important context, right? Because I think as Westerners, we don't get this con. As, in fact, many people don't know. I, I br- I've brought this up a, a few times. The Great March of Return, and people literally don't know it even happened here in here in the West. Uh, so that's important context right like they hear when when they hear of uh uh Palestinians they hear of Hamas right they hear of conflict um but they don't hear of peaceful uh marches uh so that's like extremely important context to have um when it comes to oh yeah you talked about the uh, uh like, why do, uh, does Palestine and Israel have to be equal within this conflict? I wasn't saying that they have to be equal. I'm saying that it's because they aren't equal that, or or Hamas, uh, Hamas and the, the IDF, uh, because they aren't equal, like, this, um, is important context for why they do what they do. Um, now, uh, if you uh, give me specific examples of like where they may have uh, weapon caches and weapon placements uh, in relation to uh, civilians, right? I can condemn any one of those, I, and I will. Right? Like, hey, if you have this near your school, we can we can imagine that uh, there's going to be a certain number of casualties when Israel uh, IDF ine- uh, inevitably responds. So I can just state that. Of course, right? But I'm saying that within the overall context, this is what that looks like. We What we get here in the West is just that, oh yeah, Hamas just uses human shields and they're some sort of uh, barbaric uh, force um, that doesn't seem to care at all about the people um, in which they come from. They aren't, because isn't it some sort of like alien um, third-party force that was plopped into Gaza? No, it's made of uh, people who were... Um, Who've decided to join for all kinds of reasons. Some of them radicalized um, and have uh, awful uh, goals in mind. But the reasons why they do what they do makes perfect sense in the larger context. Um, but uh, why, why is uh, Hamas, you know, in conflict with Israel? But because they want. Well, one of the things um, they want is simply to allow their people to return to uh, lands that were taken from them. That uh, there are people alive who who uh, were driven out of those lands, um, like still alive, uh, because this, this isn't ancient history. They were driven out of those lands during uh, Israel's ethnic cleansing campaign. So uh, that has never been redressed. Uh, The settlements continue to grow in the West Bank, um, and there is no resistance, no effective resistance happening there. Um, There has been no uh, uh, movement, no real movement um, of uh, the political situation, um, uh, which is uh, what I was trying to... Uh, illustrate previously uh, with those uh, uh, Arab nations who do see of course uh, uh, they see uh, their leadership in which way uh, sees a great advantage of partnering with Israel um, if it will uh, give them closer ties to the West uh, access to markets that they don't have Um, there's all kinds of good reasons to ignore this right ignore people that isn't technically your people Um, you just kind of have some sort of um, kinship with there's all kinds of reasons for the elite in those countries to move away, but as we see now, in response to uh, these attacks, the people of those nations have a different opinion. Um, and um, yeah, I, I'll leave it uh, at, uh, at that for now and your response..
2: Sorry, I'm going to have to really ask again. So I, I really need to know why Hamas is attacking Israel, and I'll I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's the same reason why the Muslim bro- Muslim Brotherhood in Egypt don't like Israel, and the same reason why the Islamic State of uh, Iran don't don't like Israel. Bearing in mind these three uh, entities that I just described, sport, they come from the same place. So the Muslim Brotherhood was from. The you 40s. have
1: you have you have an idea as to uh what you think it is I'd, I'd be happy to
2: hear it and yeah, then
0: yeah I well, can let's, let's do it back. that way so so p c h why don't you tell us what you think the answer is and then see if caius agrees
2: well the answer is simply written in their in the charter that they are a religious organization they don't want israel to exist israel existing is against islam Islam is in the not not the sorry when i when i say islam i don't mean people praying at home or going to a mosque, that's, that's not what I mean. I mean Islam as is a political, or the elements of Islam that could be political or geopolitical. Israel is, is right there, next to a bunch of uh, 20 Arab countries, and those Arab countries tried on three occasions, through war, to get rid of it, and they couldn't. And Islam is supposed, the, the political Islam, is supposed to take over the world, put everything in Sharia law, and so on and so forth. And here, on their own back, backyard, there is a there is a small tiny thorn in their side that doesn't let them even start that process. So on they they don't want Israel to exist, just just not exist. Land is irrelevant. It's it's not. You, you can make the claim for land if it was more like the Palestinian Authority and there are more uh, more secular nationalist uh, movements. So you can you can make that claim. But in the case of Hamas, they are religiously against the idea of Israel existing.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, so, this is a really important point. Um I'll say this about any conflict, right? Um uh, that no conflict is about just one thing. All right? Like uh even if you um uh talk about for instance uh like the terror attacks uh, and, or, uh that happened in the United States 911 terror attacks right um and the response that happened afterwards you would be remiss to to say it was about one thing it wasn't just about like the people dying within uh those attacks right like uh when we have these um um when when uh, a war breaks out it's rarely ever as far as i can tell ever really just about one particular thing now uh uh is it true that uh the iranians have um or the uh uh, uh revolutionary guard and their uh, the elites there um that uh they have a religious intolerance for the state of israel yeah i think that's fair to say yeah <laughs> um but uh, well is that true of other uh nations there yeah, sure. I mean, if you based uh, if you have a theocratic uh, governmental structure, then hundred percent theocratic governmental structures don't like other the- don't like other religions. Period. Right? Don't like competition. Um. So, uh, and they tend to respond violently um, to that competition. Hundred uh, uh, percent. Does Hamas? Um, uh, Share in uh, those goals. Like, is there an ideological strain of that um, within Hamas uh, and its uh, responses? Hundred percent. I I. I. I'm sure. But uh, let's not lose track of what else is at stake. Well, what's at stake is that these people in Gaza are refugees, right? That this is like a concentration camp uh, where you've <laughs> concentrated. Um, and concentration camp simply means that you Concentrate an ethnicity, some sort of Minority or whatever within a space Right um, You've concentrated the, uh, them there And uh, Made it impossible for them to return When they were expelled There was a general sense within uh, uh, The region and the world Well that, yeah, eventually They'll they'll get to come back um, Even when uh Pal- Palestinians were being evicted, like during the ethnic cleansing, the uh, the violent ethnic cleansing campaigns that were happening uh, um, decades ago. Like some of these people, like literally, didn't even barely packed, right? Because they thought, "Oh, I'm gonna be back." But that's not <laughs> that's not what happened. And the fact that they uh, not only uh, moved the population, but didn't allow them to the, 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 the come back—that's the crime. That's the crime. That's the ethnic cleansing. And um, until we can redress that, uh, or uh, and redressing it might look uh, look like a number of different ways, right? Um, But until we actually address that, then yeah, the conflict isn't over. Of course, it isn't. How could it be? Um, uh, When when you have so many Palestinians living, you know, in neighboring uh countries uh in a desolate state yeah the the conflict's about that when they're living in like proper refugee camps in in, in neighboring countries um that's that's what the conflict is about and and to and in the west um here and again i'm not i want to put words in your mouth right but in the west um there is a uh uh, a sense. In fact, I literally just had a, a debate on this on Thursday, right? And an individual, not Israeli, not Jewish, or anything like that, um, uh, a, a black American, you know, he, he tells me, "Oh, yeah, this is yeah, a religious conflict." Um, in, in so many words, he uh, he tells me that. Well, yeah, that has a thing that has to do with something. Uh, we can draw lines. Um, We can make some inferences, and certainly there'll be words on both sides about how awful the other side is on religious grounds and, like, uh, horrible uh, insults uh, thrown their way uh, and sentiments. But this is a a territorial dispute, a dispute about resources, Um, and so that needs to be addressed. And so, like, let's not pretend otherwise. I said a lot. Go ahead.
2: All right so at the start of this debate I said that I'm going to clear up the the memes from like far left academic I don't know buzzwords uh so I'll I'll start with that it is it is though a religious conflict in the case of Hamas that's there's no doubt about that you can read the charter even even if you even if Israel were to double the size of Gaza strip double the the West Bank and everything the fact that um they would agree to sign a peace treaty with Israel that violates already what Hamas wants to achieve so be so Hamas would just say, and they have said in the past we don't agree to your we we are not part of your peace agreement no matter which one of the many uh, peace agreements that uh, was done during the years they always said that, that we are not included in your peace agreement because it's just against what they want to do uh just quickly on the memes. Uh, Gaza is not a consecration camp. Refugees is only for the first and second generation, not, not third and fourth. That's a status that the UN for some for some reason is keeping for uh for Palestinians, but it's not it, technically after some time you're no longer ref- you can't be a refugee for 75 years. That doesn't make any sense. Uh there is there was no ethnic cleansing campaign. There is literally no documented no documented instructions anywhere in the very well documented uh, period where, in the in the forties and fifties, where everything was written down on the side of Israel. You can ask your friend Arist Arist Aristv I forget the name uh, Aristocracy. Aristocracy. There's literally no documentation that says we are doing an ethnic cleansing. We are kick- we are kicking them out. You can find maybe some. Of historians will say, and I can agree to this. That they say actually we can't have. They left, they ran away, but we but we can't let them come back. Because then when uh, the other countries, this was during a war, when the other countries are attacking, they would support these these attacking countries. So that was something that was decided. Now bear in mind, um, the the original people who who moved to Israel were both from the left and the right as well. If if there was a suggestion for an ethnic cleansing, people on the left would not agree, and and the Zionists... At the beginning, Zionists were largely secular. The the religious came much, much later. The idea of of Zionism proper was to have an ethnically Jewish state, a national state, because at the time, everyone else around them was becoming to be more and more national. Countries in Europe were becoming to uh, embrace the idea of nationalism. Arab countries becoming to embrace the idea of nationalism, including pan-Arabism. So Israel... <clears throat> Israelis felt, felt they need a country of their own, but Israelis themselves were the, the Zionists were not very religious. The, fa- the fact that they even wanted to go to Israel is kind of like violating some sort of. Or, it's a long story, but never mind. They were um, they were more, much more secular yeah, yeah. than religious. Uh, with regards-
1: I, I agree with, you with that. Uh, initially, it was a secular uh, movement, but so I have play that. Go ahead. With
2: re- with regards to to the religion side, I can make the following, proving that is religious. I can make the two following claims. So I, I sorry I already made one claim that if, even if you double the size it won't matter it will still be against what Hamas wants and I can make another claim to prove that it is religious I can say if if we keep everything the way it is like the borders are up the the fight like we'll maybe stop the fighting but everything the way it is like on October 6 but for some strange reason everyone in Israel decided to convert to Islam the Palestinian Israeli conflict would be done would be finished that day there will be no more conflicts. The UN will withdraw, all the all the stuff will it will be just like not like it will just be nothing. And and you can ask your you can ask Muslim friends about this hypothetical. Please let me know if I'm wrong. Uh, one point I do wanna go into, and this is important for the way that will that this war is being conducted and the and the topic of the debate. We do have we do have issues of human sacrifice or human shields, as I, I call them sacrifice, you can call them shields. Um, why is it that Hamas is able to tell its population to be human shields, to be suicide bombers? How how are they getting the population to do those things?
1: Okay. Oh, sorry. Is it my turn? I was waiting. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, a lot of things were said. Not a refugee, uh, during once you reach third and fourth generations, that that's just it. Now, I, I, maybe I could agree with you if these people were like properly settled, but the um, but uh, these uh, people like don't have a state, like Palestine isn't a state, um, uh, Hamas, the Gaza itself isn't a state, um, and so. Like where where did these refugees settle to? Um uh they are in a refugee camp, right? Concentration camp. Um, but a refugee camp. Um uh and, uh, and their their movements restricted. Uh, so I, I think I, I i I see the 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 logic that you're going for that um there are various diasporas uh of you know that are simultaneously happening of different groups right and uh it would be weird, I don't know um if we talked about i guess um uh the quake not Quakers, oh, Quakers maybe I don't know um but the the like the religious groups that came over from Britain to uh America and said like uh well those people who have been here for centuries and you know were well established within this community and have you know political power here um uh, and are fully integrated within the society those people are refugees i would agree with you there if that was the argument that uh, you were making um or at least those were the circumstances in which your argument existed but those aren't the case uh, uh the gaza uh um uh, is this um, uh, is is in itself is in existence as it stands today is a crime against humanity um <laughs> and uh these people uh like aren't accepted other countries many other countries don't even want to uh, accept them and they can't even leave they they don't have that freedom of movement um uh and their lands were like dispossessed. Within recent, w- within living memory, right? You could talk to the people who were thrown out within living uh, memory. So yeah, of course they're, of course they're refugees, but okay. No documents of ethnic cleansing. This is a good one. I love this one, right? So, uh, you, if audience, you're familiar um, with Holocaust deniers, right? What is what is the uh, central tenet? And I believe the Holocaust exists, happened, so let me just put that out there, right? Um, but what is the central tenet of uh, Holocaust denial? Is that there is no document that exists that says, hey, yeah, exterminate uh, the Jews, right? There is no smoking gun there. Um, in other places where you have an ethnic cleansing campaign like Serbia, um, there is no, as far as I know, there's no document that says, you know, rid of that population, right? That that uh that group that we don't like, wipe them off the map. No document, and so I guess we can't call it that. That would be the the, the That's literally the Holocaust denier, uh some argument, right? That's like the central tenet of it because we can't find that document. But what we can do is we can put our thinking caps on, and so we can look at history. <laughs> we can look at what was happening. <gasps> And we can uh, uh, look at, you know, um, the definitions of ethnic cleansing, right? We can we can pull up some legal definitions uh, if we want to, um, and we can just like match these things up, right? So you got uh, a uh, a force that uh, has come through, and you know, even before the the big uh, expelling, right? There was tensions brewing between the populations. Now, previously before the the whole Zionist movement, there were uh, Muslims, Christians, and uh, Jews living side by side within uh, the Palestine area, right? Like, they existed. Times changed. When that movement started to come in and it started to shift um, uh, to a settler colonial uh, mindset, right? Well, just like all settler colonial uh, uh, examples we've seen everywhere, including here in the States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand um, And uh, Other places maybe I'm not thinking of uh, At this moment But in all those uh, uh, Cases uh, The idea forms That this population This uh, uh, Native population they can't stay This is ours now Um, And so uh, There was more ethnic Strife right Um, There was violence on both sides um, uh, uh, happening, um, and uh, eventually with the population of Israel increasing and their armaments increasing, right? I'm like, well, we can actually just do this. We can get rid of them, and so they did. And so they got they cleansed the land of the ethnicity. <laughs> they got rid of them, and they took their land. They're living there now right, and then uh, in, in the West Bank uh you see them increasingly shrinking uh that land that is the ethnic cleansing, right so yeah, I can't pro- he's right, I can't produce a document right as, as or at least or there is a document, Israel hasn't released that one. I wonder if that one got lost in the pile, but i i i will I'll stipulate that it doesn't even exist. there's no document, but when uh Israel gives his orders to its commanders. To uh, uh, um, uh, to invade these uh, villages, right? And you know, do what you must, right? When when there's a climate of of um of hatred and bigotry, um, uh, that these people must go, and then they go, they're gone, and then you you move into their homes. Yeah, that's ethnic cleansing. So leave that there. Um and then uh, uh the the final thing uh, he, he, our friend uh said p z h um said that um uh, well if everyone became muslim if everyone became Muslim tomorrow the conflict would be over maybe maybe it would be over right because then if everyone converted uh within israel uh, uh uh then they, there would be no political backing for a Jewish state, right? <laughs> um uh, for Jews, where Jews have to demographically uh, be superior have superior numbers um than any other uh group uh and uh then they would have uh then they would have less reason to keep uh Palestinians from returning to their land, but not no reason. This is why I say maybe, right? But not no reason, because the brand new Muslims are still there. And if a if a uh, Palestinian, right, an old Muslim, comes to the new Muslim and says, "Hey, you're living in my spot, right? Can I have it back?" We're going to have a problem. And so, going back to what I said before, this is a territorial dispute. (laughs) It's a uh, If it's filled with brand new Muslims and those brand new Muslims like their property, um, like the resources they have access to, and don't want to give that up, it's not good. Like Muslims fight other Muslims within that <laughs> that region, right? And Sunnis fight other Sunnis, and Shia fight other Shias, right? Because there's there's more uh, to conflicts than religion. Please respond.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, I'm. I'm a little bit disappointed I have to say. Um I would I would have liked to stay on topic but uh, I now have to go to pre-Israel something plus academic buzzwords like settler colonial and, and and all that kind of nonsense. And I would really have liked to talk about the conflict right now but I am I I do have to gloss right, well,
0: over let's, let's just let's just ditch all that part of the conversation here. Well so let me let me I'm, let Prime, me spend five. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna push it forward though because we are kind of looping a little bit on these these old topics. So just push it forward. Um, Prime, why don't you, you have a simplify for us? Um, what grounds precisely are you condemning the current invasion in Gaza on?
1: Oh, uh, the um, massive disproportionate response. Um, uh, when uh, Israel uh, when the October seventh attacks uh, happened. Uh, what Israel certainly um, uh, was entitled to do was to end that immediate threat, right? So we had, you know, m- like Hamas militants within of uh, like Israel proper, um, and so clear them out, right? Push them all the way back to that wall, um, and uh, from there. Uh, from uh, from there, what that response looks like, I think, can go in many different directions. You can go in the most brutal way, which is what Israel is doing, just like carpet bombing <laughs> uh, parts of Gaza. You can go in the most brutal way; you can destroying. I uh, I think the number I heard was like eighty percent of residences in um, northern Gaza, or maybe it's just Gaza City. I don't know. Um, uh, have been like white destroyed. Right? You can go that direction. Uh, or uh you can um and, and not saying this this would have happened, but you, you could have uh opened up negotiations. That's an option. That's an option, <laughs> not a likely option. I like the option, I'm not pretending that it is, right? But Are I'm saying supposed, that there's a spectrum uh... of responses. Uh, I'm almost done. But there's just a spectrum of responses that could have happened, and Israel is uh, is choosing one of the most brutal responses. And so I, I condemn that. I condemn them um, uh, cutting off access to resources like power, uh, food, um, uh, water, uh, and, and medicines. And yeah.
0: Okay, so BZH, do you think it's disproportionate given that explanation?
2: I'll I'll reply to the to the point. So, firstly, there is no carpet bombing. No Western country has engaged in carpet bombing since the sixties. Every single missile has laser guided on on it. So that's that's just a meme again. Um, basically, let me just paint a picture so you can understand if it's, with regards to the bombing specifically, so you understand if it's proportional, or disproportionate. Every, so, so firstly, we, we have to go back to the point that Israel is the world's, oh, sorry, the world's most moral army, according to a British study. And here's a statistic for that uh, point. Any other country in the world, you would have a nine to one ratio between civilian and, and combatant uh, deaths. Israel has, according to uh, an example in this year in Janine, they had a 0.6 to 1. So it's not the case that Israel is doing anything disproportionate based on their past record. In addition, specifically to missile strikes, every one of those, is, there's a command center. Inside that command center, those missile sites get approved or not. There are military lawyers in those command centers. Then all, all the data gets bungled up, and it gets sent to a civilian a uh, group that verifies if this was unjust or not. Just again, there's a calculation. If it passes the the international law, the Attorney General in Israel has to approve, or at least has to see every every missile strike. So each one of them is very very litigious and regulated uh, with regards to the resources. So I I, I want to make a point here. Israel provided. In the past, about forty-five percent of uh, Gaza's electricity, it provided six to ten percent of Gaza's water. In a in a UN uh, post in twenty twenty one, they said ninety percent of Gaza's water comes from aquifers inside of Gaza, some from desalination plants on their side, and the rest from from Israel. Now it is true that Israel provided up, up until the seventh of October free water to, to that degree, free electricity, and free, also free medical attention to uh, people in Gaza for more serious uh, conditions. There is no rule under international law that says Israel has to provide free stuff to people that, that want to kill it, want to destroy it. In fact, I would say it's morally abhorrent that Israel well, does that. Let's,
0: do, does let's that. avoid that, that part of it and just, just focus on the proportionality section here.
2: Well, I, I'm saying that it's abhorrent that Israel does those things. It strengthens a country that, that's trying to destroy it. It's not supposed... Israelis pay taxes for those stuff, and then in return for those taxes, they're getting killed. To me, that's morally abhorrent. Now, in particular, is the example of the medical attention. The current leader of Hamas inside Gaza, Sinwar, in the past went to Israel to get life-saving treatment for cancer. Israel keeps trying to play the nice guy and keeps trying to help everyone know we're better than the other side. I say you shouldn't have given that to Sinwar.
1: Okay. Sorry. I, uh, I, I, I I simply I don't know where you're done. Um because you like take pauses, but that's fine. Um Um okay. So uh what did I just write down here? Um uh, Israel uh uh oh yes the bombs uh, uh that's where I was going with um uh the bombs uh, it, so i I have seen um pictures uh sources that say Israel um isn't just uh using um like uh, uh guided bombs uh, uh to uh, a precise target but like I can't pull up right this second so I'm just gonna leave that alone but like just putting it out there um is uh, israel only using guided munitions uh i can't say and i I certainly wouldn't simply trust the idf's word on it right but i'll I'll leave it there um but even if it's not we can actually see the devastation when whole neighborhoods are destroyed i i I guess we can say under. All of those uh, spots, uh, there must have been uh, a Hamas command center. Uh, They have so many of those, right? There must have been a cache of weapons. There must have been a missile emplacement in all of those places. Um, uh, And in all those residences with those families, Uh, it simply must, or or those hospitals, right? Um, Those different hospitals, or that refugee camp um, that was bombed multiple times by the IDF. Uh, We can say, that's the Hamas is just there, right? Um, I don't believe that. Like, IDF just says it, and I don't believe it. So, I don't know, right? But even if that was the case, right? So, let's say I, I give a, for everywhere that the line, every spot, even if it was like an open park, right? Um, that there were someone. Hamas was there somehow. They must have buried AK-47 in this open park, right? Uh, and it had to be bombed, right? Well, I reject the idea that it had to be bombed. I, I reject that, that this response is uh, proportionate or legal or humane or moral or any of those things. I reject all of that. I reject uh, collective punishment. Um, uh, the uh, because uh, that's one, well, that's a legal order, uh, international law. Um, but uh, the idea that this ethnic all altogether is is going to have to be punished for this, right? Like we can't, um, and this idea that oh, Israel is giving uh, these resources uh, for free. Now I, I have no idea like uh, how Gazan uh, water bills work. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't have that level of detail on me. But uh, when uh, these people don't have access to uh, to uh, to fully uh, don't have the space, don't have the access to the resources to uh, uh, be self sufficient, right? Because they're not state, because Israel won't let them be a state, right? Um, because when they don't have that ability to to, to do so uh, themselves, and they're reliant on this enemy territory. Right, yeah. Then it does matter. Your actions matter here. Denying these resources, um, uh, uh, where uh, the uh, population was severely um, uh, uh, food deprived uh, uh, previously, right? Um, um, But is now in a straight-up crisis at this point. Yeah, that's (laughs) it's a humanitarian disaster. Brought to you by the IDF absolutely um but uh, uh and and again you bring up uh this uh, I, I don't i don't care if the idf is the uh, the most moral um oppressive force in the world Con- congratulations we can give them a tiara i suppose but i don't care um i i would uh, probably dispute that Um, but it's like not an argument that I care about engaging. It's like pointless. We can see the destruction that's happening right this second. We can see entire families being wiped out. Like one family, three generations gone, gone by the IDF.
0: So let's try um, to push this a little bit into a specific angle, and then I think I want to get to closing statements, so we have time for q Q and a pretty soon. Um, so I uh, do um, we just
2: we just started the the topic, really just right now started the topic. Uh,
0: sure. I mean we're gonna have a little bit of time here to to continue finishing it up. So I just want to have uh, Prime answer this, and then you can kind of respond to both of these. Um, so obviously, Prime, you think the current response is disproportionate how do you think israel should be responding differently than they are right now
1: it's a tough question um uh so uh, once again i think they should have you know pushed moss uh back to the wall um that would be uh i mean you have to end the active threat to uh, your people so that had to happen um uh, but beyond that like um I think that uh, if there if is if Hamas was uh, acting they were uh, in, uh like firing uh rockets that it makes sense to uh stop those particular uh rockets but like in the end there there's no this conflict doesn't end without addressing the territorial claims uh without um a level of integration so how do I want there's the practical response Or um, the realistic, I should say The realistic response That Israel was going to have And that was just going to to bomb them To a, a certain extent, right? Um, uh, either as much as they have already Or less than they, ha- they have already it, w- it was just to bomb, right? So that was like the realistic response um, To this awful, awful attack uh, That Hamas committed um, But the one that will actually solve this problem is addressing those uh those needs the ability uh, for people to end the apartheid especially uh, within uh the west bank that the conflict simply will not end until we deal with the apartheid um until until that uh israel um well either we do a a two state solution which is uh not going to really happen. Can I, can I just but try even, to simplify uh, this so
0: it's a little bit easier for the, the combo here? Can I simplify that as at least for now that the solution is to pull back from the settlements and try to re pursue a two-state solution? Is that, is that enough of a similarity to what you're advocating for to kind of keep this a little narrow? Um,
1: sure, sure. Uh, it doesn't have to be a two-state solution. Um, it can be, a one-state solution, but that will require that. It, and that was, what I was about to say that it will require Israel to uh, no longer see itself as a Jewish state. So okay,
0: sure. So let's have PZH respond to that then, as the advocacy that Prime's talking about, roughly I, speaking. I, I
2: do need to respond to the previous comments, though, Duke. Please.
0: Yes, we can make it very quick, though.
2: Okay. So uh, basically, if I can just summarize, Prime doesn't really understand the region at all, and it it seemed and. And just to be generous, it seems to me that he's like um, applying problems in America and projecting them onto the region. It's just not the case, and I have tried to explain why. Uh, sincerely, I have tried to explain why, but I think I think we're just talking. And I thank you for that. I, I each thank each other. You. Okay. So, with regards to the, I'll, I'll start with the bombs comment. So, if you don't believe, or do you believe that is completely irrelevant? I already said that the the whole. Procedure of of shooting missiles is highly regulated, and I do say that there's intelligence sharing of what was done, if it was done accurately, if there was an issue with other countries as well. So everything is very, very transparent and very regulated. With regards to the example of J- Jablaya, that's actually a good case of what happened. Uh, there was a commander there, a very high ranking commander. He was uh, he was under the buildings there in the not refugee camp, like just residential dwellings. And they used a bunker buster, and the bunker buster went through the ground and exploded him, 50 of his men, and other uh, rockets that were under the ground. The rockets were not known to Israel, but just to explain why it was good, the missile didn't explode at the top level where all the other, all the other people, which you could say as civilians, were. It exploded under the ground. But as a result, because there was such a, a lot of tunnels there, and because there were other rockets there, it kind of collapsed inwards, and the buildings around it got uh, got damaged. But not it wasn't like an explosion on on the ground itself. So that was a good example of uh, of of that. I would say that it's important to mention that um, just as, just as a rule, Israel has more responsibility to protect the people of Israel. Hamas, and you've agreed to this already, Prime. Has more responsibility to protect the the people of Gaza. That's its role. That's why he was elected. That's its first and foremost thing to do. So, if, for example, there are there are issues with food, there are issues with water, it needs to get into the situation where those things are available to its people. Israel isn't obligated to provide those things in any kind of international law or even morally. Hamas is responsible for those things. Now, with regards, just quickly moving forward, Duke. I, I promise. In regards to. Israel being the most moral army. Let let's say this: you don't like the way that Israel is is bombing the Gaza Strip. You want you want the UN to intervene. Say, look, Israel, we don't like that you're bombing the way you're conducting yourself. We'll bring in our own army, and we'll conduct it for you. We'll give you some guarantees, and we'll do it for you. You just step aside. Which army would you prefer to do? American army, British army? Who who would you like to handle this operation other than Israel? Who? Relig- i don't know insanely looks after other civilians more than hamas itself does it's not even it's it's not even a question you keep ignoring this fact but because you because you have all these conspiracy theories about what's going on and you project these things but that's not what's happening on the ground and i just like to end okay, so that, i just like i just like to end to- i just like to end with the prime is saying that he essentially wants he essentially wants a, a, the, the genocide of Israel I'm, I'm, in the following way. He doesn't want Hamas to be eliminated. He wants Hamas to come back a second time. That's against international laws. Israel is obligated to remove Hamas. And he wants Israel to not exist. This this he, so he wants so Israel... So if just I understand your argument
0: correctly, not, you're taking way too long. If I understand your, advocacy, your point correctly, you're saying that his advocacy, scaling back, Pursuing something similar to a two-state solution, that will result in the inevitable destruction of Israel because they won't be able to defend themselves in the way they need to. Is that correct?
2: Well, Israel needs to remove the threat of genocide from its people.
0: Okay. And so that requires the method they're using right now?
2: Yeah. That's by far okay. the by the far the best approach. But so uh, can
0: you explain why if they would not pursue that, if they were to scale back their approach, can you explain why that would result in their genocide or their destruction, whatever word you want to use?
2: Because Hamas is committed to destroy Israel, it's stated that many times. Everyone agrees on this.
0: Okay, Maybe you, do you want to justify that more, or if not, I guess Prime can can butt in.
2: It's in their charter. All, all the even the most hardcore left Israeli won't argue this point. None of the people, none of the countries in the end would argue this point. Hamas wants to destroy Israel. It's it's written as in black and white everywhere.
1: Um. Okay, so uh, first point uh, that you made about like uh, the bombing and the transparency of the IDF to the rest of the world, right? Basically, this comes down to if the IDF says so, then it must be true. Um, uh, I, I'm just like doing this rapid fire so I, we can get through this. But like, uh, uh, I can understand, as an outsider, that there is an ongoing a decades-long conflict, and there are interests on both sides. Right, an interest that would uh, make it so the truth might be uh, uh, secondary to accomplishing uh, those interests, right, to achieving those goals. So, um, because the IDF says that, well, these are legitimate targets, um, uh, that doesn't mean that I'm going to uh, take their word for it. I'm sure some of them certainly are. Uh, absolutely, <laughs> of, of course, they, they they want to get rid of the legitimate targets, certainly as well. Right, I, I get that. Um, but to uh, simply say, well, the IDF has been uh, very transparent Like, what? Yeah, the American government also tries to be transparent of, uh, as well, right? It releases all kinds of documents in terms of uh, its war making. That doesn't mean I'm just going to take it at face value. Same with Hamas, right? Uh, like I said, Hamas released uh, statements about like um, like their, their goals for the October 7th attack and how it happened and, you know, like, well, I can I can take that into consideration, but I'm not going to necessarily just believe you. IDF is no different, so I'll leave it there. Um, but uh, uh, I don't, I don't understand uh, this conflict now. Um, I, I tried my best over uh, years and months, and less, specifically the last few weeks, to get my uh, head around this conflict. There's a lot of uh, history, but there's also a lot of things happening right now in the present, um, and it's complex without a doubt, but don't let them, them in, in general, like uh, the other side, um, I, I give you this idea that, well, you, you, you can't wrap your head around this, this region. You can't understand They make it feel like you have to have some, uh, uh, some sort of degree um, in uh, Middle Eastern studies to, to properly get what's happening here. But it's actually quite simple. Bigotry. Um, uh, uh, territorial disputes, right? Um, apartheid, like th- these are the things that are happening. Um, uh, that the people are being denied their rights. That's the focus, right? We didn't really get to jump on that in this conversation, but like, uh, that really is the focus of this. You can wrap your head around that. You have enough context to get that much. Right. You may not know exactly like the the, the the troop movements in 1948. You may not understand that. Right. Or all the different wars that happened. True. Right. Yeah. But you can get the injustice happening and don't let that uh, escape you. And uh, finally, um, he asked me if, like, uh, would I choose another military? Actually, I would. Yeah. I'd actually would. I wouldn't choose the American military. Um, but uh, if there was, a, I don't know, maybe. Another European uh, power, uh, possibly that could do this. I would actually trust them more than the IDF. Um, the IDF uh, that uh, uh, works hand in hand with the uh, the stealing of Palestinian lands, which IDF, which uses human shields too. We didn't get to that point either, but I can talk about that later if you want. But they do use human shields. We literally have video of them doing that. Um, uh, I I so, want to say
2: yeah. I I, I want to say that because I completely. Deny that claim. That's bullshit and liable. <laughs> liable. Oh 10, wow, hundred percent right there. Yeah, sir. Sure.
1: I'll i I'll I'll, I'll, I'll look, uh, see if I can find that video at the cabinet. Yeah, I want to uh, see that video.
2: And also, sure, sure. Uh, Duke, it, uh, regarding
1: specifically specifically. It's uh, just so you understand the context of the video that I'm looking for, and it's, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find it for you. Um, but uh, it's like they're clearing out, they're stealing more houses, right? Um, they're clearing out a house, and uh, they take like a Palestinian kid. The soldier. Look, I don't, I don't um, need, I don't need your, I, I, I don't need
2: your description. I want to see it, and I don't believe you because it never happened. Okay, all
1: right, what, okay, i uh, sure. Let's not do the video Go right
0: away. now. We can do that I maybe mean, perhaps post debate. Um, maybe hard to fetch it, at this exact
2: moment. Duke. Regarding um, to, um, I'll get, try my well,
0: best. Since, since he can't provide it right now, as well, we can sort of strike it from the record, so to speak. But it can be something that you know we can get to after this.
2: Duke, regarding um, to um, your previous to try to
0: stay on course.
2: Sorry, regarding to your previous point, Duke, Hamas has said a uh, leader of Hamas had said that they repeat the seventh of October again and again and again and again.
1: And again. I'm sorry, but uh did, was that to me uh i thought you no were uh, duke, duke uh, was asked uh, duke, duke
2: asked me about uh can we justify that there will be genocide and i was, yes they've they've said it they've stated it it's in their charter and they've recently had an interview one of the leaders of my said they'll repeat the 7th of october over and over and over and over again so it's a perfectly legit i mean it's not even for debate really i don't know why we're going over this is there anything else you'd like me to talk about duke
0: I mean, it's up to you guys for how you want to push that forward. I'm trying to make sure it stays on track here. I um, I,
2: I, w- I would still like to know. I haven't had an answer with regards to how is it that uh, Hamas persuades the population of Gaza to become human shields or suicide bombers. Is Is he going to say it's because of territory? Because that doesn't make sense.
1: Um, I don't know if they've convinced... Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm sure um, the, if Hamas is a suicide bomber uh, that they commit them to be suicide bombers but yeah I I think so I think the answer you're going for because you do this thing like asking me questions that you want a specific answer to is really annoying but like I think the answer you're trying to drive me to is that the that they use religion right That there's like religion uh, fanaticism it gets a person to say that I'm gonna be a uh um uh, I, I'll blow myself up in like, a in the marketplace or something and that's and absolutely that which is absolutely the case. Um, that's one of the reasons I guess, but there's other reasons too. I mean, for instance, right now, like if if us um if hostilities ended, right, and Hamas was defeated, right? Uh, however that looks like Hamas is defeated. Uh there would be a lot more people looking to be suicide bombers. Once they watch their families get uh, wiped out, Israel's creating more enemies. So they may not be Hamas proper or the uh, uh, Islamic Jihadist group that's there, right? They might not be part of any individual group, but they'd be looking to kill Israelis. Absolutely, because that's what, this is how you radicalize people.
2: Okay, and and why won't the Israelis who had their families slaughtered by Hamas decide to be suicide bombers back?
1: Uh, Oh, um, I don't know if they need to be suicide bombers, right? Like you don't see, you don't see like, um, uh, you rarely see, I I don't want to say never. Right. But you rarely see, um, people from the more dominant society, the more powerful society resorting to tactics like that. Why do they need to, right? They have a military to do that kind of violence for them.
2: Okay. Let me, let me me rephrase the uh, question. Let me rephrase the question. Okay. Why don't you see Holocaust survivors or survivors of the Rwanda genocide become suicide bombers or terrorists to their oppressors? Uh why I sorry, I, I apologize. I was ta- ta- like, ta- take, to
1: the two, video. take two take uh, two. Pop-
2: take two examples: Holocaust survivors and survivors of the Rwanda genocide in, in Africa. Why are they not similarly as they've been oppressed, as they've been hurt, as they've been radicalized, uh attacked? Being suicide bombers or terrorists to the previous oppressors.
1: Um uh so with the Holocaust uh survivors, I mean uh, the state that uh attacked them is was gone, right? Uh, I mean the German people were alive, but like I I don't know uh if there weren't uh like german jewish uh extremists um who attacked back at the state i don't know if that wasn't the case i have, I have no idea i literally don't know
2: have you have um, you heard about it
1: uh and i, I that's why t- i don't know uh if that was the case but like like i said the state the nazis were defeated by the time that was over so like what would they be striking uh back against like they literally the people that they were. Um, uh, uh, that victimized them were on trial for the world to see, so there was justice happening, right? Um, uh, and uh, Rwanda, there was reconciliation, uh, a process like in South Africa, right? In South Africa, there was a reconciliation process uh, that was happening, a public one, um, which helped uh, tamp down on any uh, retributive violence that happened. I'm saying that the Palestinians now, they don't have anything like that; they don't have a state right um either within uh, the their specific borders or within israel uh that wants to reconcile uh the situation, there is no path to justice, and so that drives people to uh
2: extremism I'm not aware of of, of a lot of suicide bombers other than um, other than this part of, of of the world. there has been studies on Terrorists and suicide bombers, and you're saying that they're oppressed, but that's not necessarily the that's not necessarily the case that those particular people that chose are in fact that. So Hamas, first of all, has a lot of people to choose from. It, it literally has to take applications about who works for it and who doesn't. Typically, the people who who do work for it are above average income or above average economic status, above average education, and in particular, suicide bombers are extremely high. Uh, ha- ha- more educated, so for example, if you take uh, Al Qaeda and uh, and 9/11, you know uh, Osama bin Laden was very rich. The people that that conducted the attack were well off, and it wasn't the case that they're oppressed at all. So this this kind of like myth that oh, this ra- radicalizes and it's it's not it's not true unless you have another element that does. Persuade people to take this action of sacrificing yourself. And and I would say it's religious because then you have something to both. You both have something waiting for you in paradise. 72 dark-eyed virgins. And you know that the people uh, will lionize you and you'll be put into school books for kids because they have that in their school books. You'll be put in like pictures and, around Gaza that you've done this thing. Your parents will be proud of you. Did you remember if you saw the guy, the, the terrorist that said, mom and dad, I killed 10 10 Israelis with my bare hands? That this is this is what I'm talking about. Like the, the it's encouraged. The they'll they're being brainwashed to kill themselves because paradise is more the next life is more important than this life. And and they have a saying, which is why they're so hopeful to remove Israel. They have a saying you, you cannot defeat someone who sorry, someone who's uh, hiding from death cannot defeat someone who's seeking death.
1: Yeah, okay, so um like I, I- I don't hmm. It's it's weird why you're fighting me on this. I, I don't really understand. So like uh a hundred percent agree that religion is part of it. Like uh I, I I'm a atheist, right? And I'm a H- atheist and I'm anti religious. Uh so if you want to give me an argument about how religion poisons the mind, yeah, I, I'm readily available for that. No problem. I get it, right? If you want to talk about the um uh uh the uh, uh the abuses of of extremist uh Islam um yeah uh you can list them and'll it'll be doubtful there'll be anything on your list uh that I'll disagree with 100 percent right and if you want to talk about the abuses of uh uh Christianity in uh the Jewish religion yeah <laughs> I'm I'm there too right and so like I stipulate that that is indeed the case uh that you know uh uh religion is a, a a part of this right um but specifically when we're looking at uh this particular conflict um uh there is no right to redress there isn't like I, I can't live my life as as a civilian and know that there is a a um a force right that is fighting um uh that has a chance uh to um uh, uh fight this enemy for me right that when I'm victimized um uh within a civilian uh, when when i am a-, a second class citizen uh uh within the land, there is no justice coming for me right when the when the idea of soldiers assist settlers um and clearing out uh villages or or when they see violence and they don't respond to that violence that radicalizes people it's simply is the case then um, uh, th- like, for instance, the the, the US. created more uh, um, enemies, more radical enemies during its uh, bombing campaigns of Middle Eastern co- uh, countries. Uh, when we uh, killed innocent civilians and called them militants, uh, yeah, that tr- that created an enemy. Now uh, they could have looked at it through the lens of religion, right? That could have been the focus when someone was strapping on a a bomb to them but in the end it's because they lost uh something uh or they have a perceived loss even that that's not true right they're, they perceive that they're under under siege and so this is how they respond
2: no this isn't true I, i'm explaining to you over and over and over again that the reason that the responding oh, yeah, in, that the reason that they're responding in this way is because of religious reasons the fact that israel is that israel is there is the problem it's not and in the case of Gaza, there are no settlers. Israel isn't there. Who is oppressing them? Who is second-class citizens? Like, they have their own government. Hamas collects taxes from them. Hamas is the, the police and the courts. Where, where do the people in the Gaza Strip get the motivation to become suicide bombers or, or human shields? Based because on your, your worldview. Po- based on your worldview, where are the okay. people of Gaza? Where are well, they getting the motivation Gaza? from? Sorry, because because IDF is not there, settlers are not there.
1: Yeah, but they still live in a, I, what, I, what? What is I, it? I brought up previously, I oh, hold on, let me, let me say it, think of my doubt, right? I brought up previously um, how, like, the UN says uh, by 2020 uh, that Gaza will be unfit for uh, human uh, uh for human civilization. Well, it's right? 2023, they're still
2: there. So you know, I don't
1: Yeah, ah, yes, yes, yes. So by unfit, that meant they were going to drop dead, right? Or is it that they've l- reached a level of deprivation that is unfit for uh for humans where uh they're uh, level of deprivation of food of access to medical care of uh of uh okay i understand for i understand
2: let me let me just speed, let me speed yeah. this up let me so let me agree with so you it, and speed it, this up no
1: no no don't no don't speed it up i'm still talking thank you all right so um when these people are denied these things when they're second-class citizens. Uh, when they uh, don't have freedom of movement. When uh, even for the the young ones, when they hear of the homeland that was stolen from them, right during the ethnic cleansing campaign, yeah, that radicalizes them.
2: Right. So obviously, the report saying people are going to drop dead in 2020 is is, is nonsense because it's 2023 and and we're having a... because I didn't wait, say that. Thank wait, you. wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Obviously, it's it's a it's a. Exaggeration by some NGO to raise more money or something because it's not the happening. UN, we, UN, NGO. UN, what UN Human Rights Watch, UN, oh, UNRA. Sure, we, which, which group? Report. UNRA. Yeah, so they'll just they'll just I'll, making.
1: Yeah, I'll put the report.
2: Fine, they're just Sorry. making the claim. You think I'm making it up? I'm not saying you're making it up, but they are wrong. Okay, obviously wrong. Everyone said everyone started from think, started this conflict saying there's no food there's no water everyone's going to die in like three days it's it's four weeks now and they seem to have food have water maybe maybe less uh less than before and they have plenty of rockets that keep firing and either way that you look at it, Hamas is responsible for these things if if they need water if they need food Hamas is responsible for those things now the the u n groups they sent aid before there was plenty of aid coming in to gaza f- since forever there's aid coming in now but it's just a bit more uh, difficult with hamas trying to smuggling more weapons smuggling rocket parts or smuggle out outside their own people on inside the inside ambulances so they can es- flee the country but um, but it's still their problem they can't you can't say that it's israel's fault for their poverty or or um, that they're unemployed. And and even just to this particular point, Israel was helping out people in, in Gaza and the West Bank. It was issuing work permits, and, and obviously the people who were given work permits from Gaza, they got intelligence about the, the outside uh, settlements that they provided SEPA in Iran. They had very, very detailed reports about the the settlement, so, not the settlements, the town, sorry. And Israel was making an effort, even though the political process was stalled. It was trying to have economic peace with Gaza and the West Bank. It was trying to improve their life. It's been doing so since 20, 2018. It's trying to get people more more uh, work permits. It spent a hundred million dollars trying to skill up uh, people people in the West Bank and Gaza to have like workable skills inside Israel. Really, it paid for those things. It was trying to inc- to improve the internet in the West Bank. It was doing all these things to have economic peace at the very least, even though Hamas was were not interested in political peace. So uh, there is there is you're just imagining here, and you're using this this like claim by some kind of agency to just raise more money. It's just not the case on the ground. Just just go look at TikTok, and see day in the life of Gaza about how people were were enjoying life there. All right. So I want
1: to so, uh, Sorry, just really. Just uh, the, I just want
0: to. Yeah. No, I'll let you respond. Don't worry. Um, so I just want to push this into our little bit of a, of an end here, um, and then we're going to do some, some Q&A. So um, Prime, if you can first respond however you wish to PZH, and then after you do that, if you can give your closing statement on the topic, and then we'll switch back to PZH. PZH, you can respond to the part that Prime, Prime said quickly, and then we'll give closing statement from you as well. Okay, Prime, go ahead.
1: Sure, no problem. I'm just gonna uh, read from this uh, article. Um, I can uh, find the exact report later, but safety report article um, from the United Nations. And the United Nations report says Gaza uh, could be uninhabitable in less than five years if current economic trends continue. And this was in 2015. Um, uh, the report released Tuesday by the UN Conference on Trade and Development. That's the one. Uh, points uh, to the eight years economic blockade of Gaza as well as the three wars between Israel and Palestinians uh, there over the past last six years. Last year's war displaced 2014, uh, displaces half a million people and left parts of Gaza destroyed. The war has effect- effectively, this is in quotes, has effectively eliminated uh, what was left of the middle class, sending almost all the population into destitution and dependence on international humanitarian aid, the new, the new report says. Uh, Gaza, GD- uh, Gaza GDP dropped 15% last year and unemployment reached a record high of 44%. 72% of households are food insecure. Um and there's uh more to uh the statement here, but um that's like the heart that I want to respond to uh that most of Gaza was uh food insecure uh beforehand uh before the bomb started dropping yes, aid is trickling in a tiny amount of aid is trickling in not enough um but aid aid isn't a d trickling in let's understand though um, uh, that this um uh, these people are are using like uh, filthy water in parts of Gaza. Some, I'm sure, some parts of Gaza were better than others, right? Like these things aren't even. They never are, right? Um, but for a large portion of their of their population, they were living in an utter destitution. So let's just not forget that. All right. So uh, I, I guess uh, in response, um, in response, 90 minutes isn't enough to have a conversation on Israel Palestine. Who would have thought? Who would have thought <laughs> uh that 90 minutes uh, just uh, isn't enough um that I think uh was it uh, uh, zombie here our friend uh, is correct that we were just beginning the topic honestly um but that's just how this conversation goes there's just so much to it um i I really wanted to uh there's a a level of helplessness that is That our Western audiences have been trained to feel, right? That this is some conflict that's just so wide and vast and impossible to understand. Um, And uh, what can I do? There's lots of things you can do. You can protest. We had one of the biggest protests in Washington, D.C. ever, uh, like just yesterday, um, uh, for a a pro Palestinian, pro peace uh, protest. That was happening, right? People are making demonstrations across this nation. Israel's grip is ending, right? It's going to happen. This is just one point in a long timeline. Something we didn't even, uh, get to is like, what was the point of even, um, or uh, what could have been the possible outcomes of this attack, right? Like, what what are the goals, right? One is you know stopping, making it difficult for. Arab nations to move past the Palestinian question, right? Um, that was one. But, but another one, and, and that's working at this point in time, is a listening response, a response, a disproportionate response from Israel, mission accomplished, um, that uh, gets sympathy throughout the world. Because this is what Israel does in a lot faster um, time frame, right? This, this is just a scaled down version of what Israel usually does to these populations, right? Gaza and the West Bank. Um, this is a problem that can be solved. It absolutely is. Um, Israel, uh, the, the Israel uh, has created a second class citizenry. Um, it wants to be a democracy, but first and foremost, it wants to be a Jewish state. And that means non Jews, especially Arabs, uh are not welcome and will be treated worse off. Focus on that. focus on the injustice of the matter. um contact your local congressman if you're here in the states um, or your politician wherever you happen to be, let them know that you want to end to this uh, uh, war, um, that you don't want your government supporting this genocide uh, by the uh, IDF. Um, yeah, leave it that in trying to a little bit of a hopeful you note. Know, Thank
0: you. Okay. And then PZH, you can clear up anything you wanted to from the other part, but try to keep it under a minute, and then you can move to a closing statement.
2: Yeah, I, I can answer quickly. So basically, with regards to the economic situation in Gaza, it's it's basically only Hamas to blame. Like, if, if it didn't, it, it was responsible for the people in Gaza. Um, Prime has agreed that it's their, rep- it's their legitimate representation. I mean, legitimate to, to what it, the best it can be. I'm not saying he fully agreed, but he did state that in some, in one way or another. Um, so they could have built, inf- they could have built infrastructure instead of terror towns. They could have built commercial stuff. They could have built, uh, invested in their tourism industry. They could have done anything other than impoverish their own population. And once again, Israel is to blame and is on trial because Hamas did a bad job ab- about improving the lives of its own people. Like great, so that that was my only point to that. And even I also mentioned that they were trying from a distance to improve their lives and give people like... Per- there was 18,000 permits uh, given to people inside Gaza. There were 500,000 uh, e- entries and exits uh, to Gaza in 2023 before the 7th. So yeah, and and people came, did work, got some money, went back, built a home, started a family. That, that was really helpful for people there. And now that's gone forever, well, for the foreseeable future. Uh, with regards to closing statements, I mean, this, this I'm I'm not American, so this whole memeing terminology, let's protest. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Israel is not going anywhere. Not only is it not going anywhere, but it seems to me like with the rise of anti-Semitism around the world, even in the country I'm in, a, a lot more Jews are going to emigrate to Israel now. Uh, at least after things clear 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 down and things and security has been established, I I expect massive. Uh, was called Aliyot to to Israel because they're not safe in Europe, certainly where I am. And uh, just like final final statements, uh, with regards to the 1940, I'm not going to comment on it. But I would recommend people watch a, a really good presentation by a very very neutral historian called Benny Morris on the on the situation in the 1948 1947. I, I would add there's a particular piece that's missing there, which is that there was a large part of the arab population that were nomadic tribes and nomadic tribes don't have land rights because they keep moving so that's not included there uh with regards to the um uh, the, israel is a democratic state it's it's ethnically jewish not religiously jewish there are 20% of the population are arab israelis they have full rights they have there's, there's some they have representation in the in the knesset there's 12 13 members who are Arab? They have the Supreme Court justices there are that are Arab. There's doctors, there's doctors, lawyers. They serve in the army. So I I don't know what else to add to that. I would add just one last thing, if you if you would allow me a joke to lighten the mood. Um If I can just find it. Basically. Basically, the, the way to bring peace to the Middle East, in my opinion, is for the average Palestinian to say, you know what? I don't think this whole martyrdom idea is very good or that Islam needs to spread itself across the whole globe. How about I just make as much money as possible and live a good life? To which the average Jew would reply, did you say make as much money as possible? Now you're speaking my language.
1: All right. I didn't
2: laugh uh... at that. I'm not going to laugh at that. <laughs> interesting
0: all right uh that'll do it for the debate proper thank you guys both for participating in this obviously i agree it's always never enough time to get through everything but i'm glad we got to get through um a few things uh i put a straw poll in the chat um no ephemeral i know what your third option is and i will not include it i hate you i also i love you but i hate you Uh, We'll now do a few questions and comments from the audience here real quick. I'll try to do these rapid fire. Um, Both speakers are limited to 30 seconds to responding so make sure that you are snappy. Uh, And we'll start with their super supporters as they have priority questions. Um, First question comes from Trader. It is for Prime. Uh, Trader wants to know if you've attended to any of the protests that you were talking about.
1: So yes. Yeah. uh, In my city. Um, This was Mm, this is like two two weeks ago or something um there was a small protest in my uh, particular city um stop by I got pictures uh, really nice um yeah cool
0: all right uh next question uh we'll see where it was Here it is. uh it comes from Shooty boy uh, it is also for prime uh do you th- oh, sorry if Israel is an ethno state then why does it still have one-fourth of its population non-jewish and allow non-jews to immigrate to israel?
1: Um, uh, So it doesn't need to be a hundred percent like one thing, right? Like um, it, it simply needs to have political control. So uh, it's one of the reasons why uh, the ethnic cleansing are happening in the very first place, um, and why they don't want to claim uh, uh, Gaza and um, uh, parts of the West banks because, uh, then, and give these people the, the access to the ballot box. Because then they lose control of it, so it doesn't actually. It's fine if uh, non-Jews or uh, people who aren't ethnically Jewish uh, come to their country, as long as they are firmly in control, which is what they are.
0: Okay. Um. Next one. Let's see. I'm trying to find one. Hopefully for PZH. There we go. Um. This one is from Kamikaze Chicken for PZH. Uh, Dahia doctrine is a military strategy used in Lebanon in two thousand six. That explicitly employs disproportionate force would you condemn this doctrine and if they're employing it in gaza the idf
2: um i don't know what that is but if the if the idf is is acting um disproportionately i would condemn it yes
0: okay and also from chicken for prime if hamas and idf got freaky friday hopefully you understand that cultural reference what do you think would happen (laughs)
1: hell of a question thanks i guess um oh oh i i see okay so it was actually yeah it's like swapped swapped bodies i get i get it i get it now it was a a serious question okay yeah sure um uh if they uh swap bodies um i think a lot of uh the same doesn't also mean like swap the cultural context like the Minority was moving there as well, like rather than like an Arab majority in the region, a Jewish majority. Yeah, Let me have uh, like, a have... case... go ahead. Sorry, well, if that was the case, right? Uh, if like the entire situation uh, got swapped, then I would expect a lot of the same thing. Yeah, big Jews aren't especially bigoted, I don't think they're just human beings, uh, responding to incentives.
0: Okay, um, let's see. Oh, Us uh, from Uni, um, it's a little bit off topic, I think, but it's still relevant to the topic at hand. Uh, Prime, uh, do you think that the phrase from the river to the sea means destroying Israel?
1: Absolutely not. No, um, it's about uh, 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 giving uh, uh, freedom and uh, 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 land rights uh, back to people, uh, Palestinian individuals, Um from the river to the sea. Uh, I'm sure maybe someone somewhere has used it uh, in that way as like a, like a genocidal, like get rid of the Jews. Uh, but from uh, everything that I've seen and how I see people use it, like within context, it's about um, giving rights back.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, also to Prime from Dread Assassin, are you okay with Hamas existing? Shouldn't Hamas surrender so there's a chance for peace between Palestine and Israel?
1: Um I am uh fine with Hamas. Well, I, I don't wanna say fine, like I, I, I accept that Hamas exists and I and another thing that we didn't get to is that like yeah, look at the West Bank of uh look at the Palestinian Authority. Look what happens when um uh Palestinians roll over uh to uh the Israeli oppressors, right? They have a straight up apartheid <laughs> state. Um, So, I I just accept (coughs) that Hamas, especially when supported by Netanyahu, um, uh, (coughs) that Hamas is an inevitability, and people don't have other options. They're going to fight, unfortunately.
0: Okay. Next question is from Lightning. Um, I think it's for PZH. Um, Or I guess maybe both. So, you can both answer this if you want. Um, Does Hamas have a right to exist in the Gaza Strip? If so, why? And under what circumstances should terrorist organizations have a right to exist and continue to perpetuate terrorism?
2: Well, I don't think it has a right to exist. I think it would be better if it surrendered and and left Gaza. Okay. Brian, any different answer?
1: I don't think any um, military force has a quote-unquote right to exist. It's not the way we should be looking at it. Um, We should understand... Because I think... It, it reduces this conflict to like a soundbite, you know, yes or no or anything like that. Um, we can just look at the inevitabilities of when you uh, create a, a, an environment with a certain set of incentives and disincentives. And so, yeah, there's an incentive for a, mol- a molten arm to exist in this environment.
0: Okay. Um, it's also from Lightning, uh, it's addressed to address the Prime, but I am curious for both people to answer this question. Um, what role, if any, does intent play when we evaluate whether something ought to be treated as a war crime? Does the pure number of civilian casualties ipso facto make an incident a war crime?
2: Yeah, so intent is important. Uh, so, for example, now you have uh, Hamas committing an atrocity to, in Israel versus Israel defending itself. So in, that's, in that context, it is important. With regards to how many people died... I mean, you could, there's like a video of Ben Shapiro discussing it, and it, it's not so much about numbers. It, it it is there is like a utilitarian calculation now a, a, about numbers, but it doesn't mean that overall the during the whole conflict, if one side has more deaths than the other, it doesn't mean that it's not uh, done according to international law. Okay, and Brian
1: uh that's a really good question i hadn't really thought about it before there's intent model when it comes to war crime um i, I guess i would say uh, yes um you know like you can't use chemical weapons against populations um or like radiological weapons but like if there was a, a massive like nuclear spill that happened went from one of our plants um into like Mexico, right? Our nuclear plants into Mexico and it killed a, a fuck ton of people. Um the fact that we didn't intend to kill all those Mexicans, I think should factor in as to like not a war crime. But if we like took irradiated water and then like we poisoned their water source, then that would be something different.
2: Uh, also, I also said okay. I would just add mistakes some are not generally considered a war crime, but it depends.
0: Okay. Um, Next one is from Anonymous to PZH. Can you please explain the concept that nomadic groups that operate within a specific region do not have land rights in any capacity? Additionally, do you not believe in right to return, given that you believe that people who are more than two generations removed from the land no longer have any claim to the land?
2: So it's, I don't think that nomadic tribes have access, have like property rights to the land, if they keep moving and they don't settle on it, there there have been some uh, non not so much nomadic tribes that did have that did settle and they did have rights. It, uh, an example in the U.S. Uh, where even the Supreme Court said that they have ro- property rights and land rights, which I would agree with that as well. But in 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 general, or like, if you keep moving, then you don't own the area that you left. Um, what was the second op- second question?
0: Uh, second one is, additionally, do you not believe in the right to return, given that you believe that people who are more than two generations removed from the land no longer have any claim to the land?
2: So, right to return, or basically what's called diaspora rules, depends on the country um, if if they're allowed. So, Gaza and the West Bank have a right to return, or basically if Palestinians want to return to that land, they'll probably be allowed to do that. Uh, Israel has a diaspora rules for ethnically Jewish people, but so, but so does Germany, Ireland, China. There are a variety of different countries that have uh, return for, for the diaspora. I myself have, uh, have German citizenship because of my grandfather having, having that right, besides never living there. Um, so it depends on the country, but it doesn't, it's not a sign that, someone, that the country is an ethnostate.
0: Okay. Um next question is from sample text to PZH. Um thoughts on Benny Netanyahu, should he resign and would you rather have any other leadership in the war right now?
2: So I'm I'm not living I'm not living in Israel and I haven't lived in a while. Uh, in fact I had to do research for this debate just to get uh, acquainted with with some of the stuff. Um I don't I don't think Netanyahu is he should leave probably. Uh, I am upset at the state that Israel is in in terms of its its politics because when I was still living there, we did used to have a left and a right. We did used to have, the left and the right were like you know, kind of like the Democrats and the Republican like some seats and you win the whole thing. Now the, the left is eviscerated. Um, there used to be a, a far left uh, party called Meretz. They don't exist anymore. It's basically right wing and center left at best. And to me, just uh, from a distance, it seems like the left has been decimated because they didn't have an answer for the Palestinian problem, uh, and I'm I'm am of the left, so they didn't have a good answer for how do you keep people safe, how do you keep people secure. Even even people who who are for Palestinian rights and want and like are are very leaning towards towards the left in this context would would have to agree that there isn't there aren't too many options for for them to keep them secure in terms of which political party can achieve that I- in Israel. And I think what's happening is that as a result of a left, not existing, the right, are becoming stronger and stronger, but I don't think it's the fault of the right. I think it's the fault of the left, not having the right answers.
1: Okay. Um, I, I, I just like to address that, uh, first part. Um, I don't know about, um, like nomadic rights, is an interesting question, yeah. Um, but and I, I don't think this is uh, contravening exactly what our friend PZH was, was trying to uh, say. But I just want to make sure that we understand that uh, there were plenty of Palestinians, thousands of them, uh, within villages, within actual settlement settlements. Yeah, um, and uh, they were uh, urbanized um, as well, right? There were urban urban centers uh, there. So I just want to establish that. But I, I don't think. I don't think PZH disagrees with me there. So
0: Okay. Um and last question from Paul, similar line of the Benny question. This is so this is also for PZH. Um he was also asking if you wanted to get rid of Netanyahu, but that part was answered. But then the second part of his question was if you would prefer to have the DN party in office um in Israel instead.
2: I honestly don't even know who that is.
0: The D's nuts party.
2: Okay you got me it could have legitimately, again again, be, it could have legitimately the been it could have legitimately been Israeli <laughs> party I wouldn't have known
0: uh, that, uh, that's, uh, that, that's Paul's weekly question he likes to get people on that um, so don't worry you're not the first and you won't be the last uh, and our final completely non-serious question that we also like to do as is tradition which is completely unrelated to the debate this is for both of you it's not a trick question question is do you think it is more likely than not that somewhere in the universe right now there exists intelligent aliens defined as as intelligent as humans or more intelligent than humans? More likely than not. So over 50% yes or no?
2: I would say not. EZH? I would say not. No?
1: Though. Okay. And prime. Well, I would say definitely um, uh, uh, over 50% um that you are know, with the uh billions uh of planets out there. Um and uh life that may not look what what we expect it to be, but might still be intelligent, right? Life in, could probably come in so many forms that we can't even imagine. Um yeah, I I don't know why yeah, I would err on the side of optimism that it, it didn't just happen the one time here in this tiny this backwater galaxy that we have.
0: All right, well, that'll end our debate. Thank you guys for both having a very fun one. Um, if both of you want to... Oh, actually 1st i I'll do this. Um, shout out to um, Prime Case. He does lots of streaming and YouTube videos and debates. And if you want to join his server and the partnership channel, you can see a link to his server. Plus it has you know all of his YouTube, all of that stuff. Um, and at PZH, if you want to do any kind of shout out or anything, I think you have a YouTube channel, right? You can link it in the chat if you'd like to. Um, oh.
2: Yeah, I'm, I've got a derelict YouTube channel that I occasionally upload to. Uh, but yeah, I'd like to do more debates in the future, basically. So maybe just keep an eye on me or something if I if you see Absolutely. me in the future.
0: Yep. And if either of you, you don't have to, but if either of you want to, we will be moving down to the voice channel chat below for a kind of post debate discussion. So if you want to hang out there, talk to people, you can, but by no means are you obligated to if you have stuff to run to. Um, so that's it uh-huh. for up here on stage. Prime, did you want to say something?
1: Yeah, I, I just wanted to say, uh, I, I didn't have a partnership channel, but I've just created it on my server. And uh, this server is now the first partnership <laughs> with my server. Awesome. So there you go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so, a uh, shout out to, once again, shout to Duke. And a uh, shout out to PZH. Uh, This is, believe it or not, uh, this is actually uh, by far one of the more respectful debates I've been involved with. Um, Thank you. And and even if it wasn't, though, um, I I appreciate uh, him uh, engaging uh, with me. Um, And thanks to your audience for bothering to come listening.
0: Yeah, not a problem. All right, thanks, guys. Hope you enjoyed. uh, And we'll see you all down in the post-debate in the VC.
2: Thank you. Okay.